Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. A bill being introduced in the Dáil later is being seen as an important first step towards the full regulation of cannabis. People Before Profit, TD Gino Kenny, is set to introduce the bill to end the criminalisation of cannabis for personal use, for recreational purposes. And the bill was due to be introduced during the summer, but it was delayed. Gino Kenny of People People Before Profit said he was a little bit disappointed with that. But anyway, the Dublin Midwest TD has said that it is a relatively short bill and will amend the current legislation on possession of cannabis, which is the Misuse of Drugs Act. The amendment doesn't reference the cultivation of cannabis. It's anticipated the bill is where if the bill is approved by the DAW, which means it requires the approval of government parties, then changes regarding cultivation of cannabis could be added at committee stage. Now, cultivation of cannabis means that if they legalise it or decriminalise it, you could be allowed to, say, grow up to five plants in your house for personal use or something like that, along those lines. Anyway, the bill will end the criminalisation of cannabis for personal use, said Gino Kenny, and People Before Profit is a complete, uh, this is a complete regulation, but this is a stepping stone to that. The bill will make it legal for someone to possess up to seven grams of cannabis, which is a fair su- substantial amount. It's enough for seven days, I suppose. I don't know. He said... This is on par with legislation in Malta and Luxembourg. Kenny said that the amendment will bring no financial burden on the state. It is legally permissible to put this bill forward under the European law and we've been told by legal advisers that this is possible. The only impediment is the government could try to block it going forward, but we hope to have a good decision around the issue. He said, I think it's time to have a discussion around drug reform in Ireland and particularly around personal use. He also went on to say the bill will test the government in terms of having it a health-led approach to harm reduction. Now, while the bill is focused on cannabis, people before profit is supportive of decriminalising all drugs in Ireland, Class A drugs included. And in a previous interview, Kenny said that once legalised, cannabis should be sold in regulated settings, which would limit the sale of it for profit. And the Green Party previously called for the introduction of the Dutch-style coffee shops to Ireland that would allow the consumption and sale of cannabis for over-18s only under certain circumstances and conditions. Green Party leader Eamon Ryan said four years ago that he thought such coffee shops would work here. Now, I don't know if you'd be in favour of that or not. Now, so what he's essentially saying is, and he seems very confident this will go through the doll, no problem at all, like a Porsche, um, and that is the legalisation of cannabis. They decriminalisation, call it legalisation, decriminalisation, they're pretty much the same thing. Decriminalisation talks about for personal use. In other words, once you don't have, you know, two kilos of it in your pocket, you have a grant. But in saying that, there are arguments against it, that it's a green light for drugs, that cannabis, although in itself reasonably harmless, I'm not saying it's harmless because it's not. People get addicted to cannabis. Uh, it causes paranoia. It causes psychosis. It causes people to drop out of college. It causes all sorts of problems in society. It's another drug. But in saying that, it's certainly not the worst of the drugs. And if we legalise that, some people will, will argue it's a gateway to other drugs. And the, the evidence is clear from America that when you legalise something or you legalise it for recreational purpose, the amount of use will actually go up. And research in New Zealand found that. Research in many other countries found that as well, that the amount of people using it actually does go up. So the question quite simply is, would you be in favour of legalising cannabis? And in fact, all drugs, because that's what they're suggesting. Decriminalisation of all drugs for personal use only. Would you be in favour of it? Yes, you would. Now, I did a little poll, by the way, on Twitter. Go to my Twitter account, Nile underscore Boylan, and you'll see there. So I did a little poll, and I asked a question, a little bit confusing question, I suppose, to some degree, about cannabis and other Class A drugs. So 46% of people were in favour of just cannabis. 22% of people said all drugs, so that you could add them together, and you could say 68% are in favour of cannabis. Um, so 68% in favour of cannabis, 22% in favour of all drugs, 26% said no to everything and 6% just aren't sure. You need to wake up the 6%, by the way, and have an opinion on life. Anyway, go to my Twitter account there and you can vote on that poll that I have just up there now. And let's just see. Uh, at the moment, uh, we only started the poll, so there's only 122 votes in it. But we'll get bigger as the day goes on. Uh, the number is 87 WhatsApp or text the show now. Would you be in favour of it? 
Have you had problems in your family with drugs, even cannabis? Maybe you could explain to people the damage it does and the devastation to the family unit. Or maybe you're one of those people who smokes it on a recreational basis and you think, ah, it's no harm, no harm at all, sure. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008 is the WhatsApp or text number. If you want to ring and come straight on the air, you can. 0818-942-105. That's 0818-942-105. Let me go to John first. John, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, John? How's it going, mate? How are you doing? John, the idea of legalising cannabis makes me tremble a little bit. And, uh, you know, for many reasons. Yeah. But but do yeah. you agree with it? Uh, I do agree with it, yeah. Uh, well, decriminalising first start would be a good step. And then we could be fully legalised and have regulated settings, mm-hmm. i.e. coffee shops, dispensaries like California. Or Amsterdam. A couple of years ago, I was in Amsterdam and it was like it's pretty much normalised over there. and. Mm-hmm. You know, just to have just to have it. It's not this big bad thing or case. I think people make it out to be. You know, you know. But, such more, but more is, it, is it not another problem? Is it not another problem in society? They've shown research in countries where they did legalise it, and they have it for recreational purpose. That road accidents went up, and um, more people went on to harder drugs, and the, the use of cannabis increased. So, yeah. in other words, we already have two drugs: we have cigarette smoking and we have alcohol. Yeah. Do we really need another problem in society? Uh, no, I think it would be a, a solution. I think more help people with their anxiety issues and things like that. Uh, yeah, it could be at the start, but I think it's more educational programs and getting people more awareness and mm-hmm. maybe have it, 80, have it 20, maybe 20 or 21, maybe buying it in the shop or the dispensary. Yeah. Um, just, I think just having it, like having more information around it. Yeah. And then if people know exactly what they're buying, not not some crap off the street, like, you know. I mean, I, I do know there's medicinal purposes for cannabis and I do know it's good for pain relief and all those kind of things and, yeah. and certainly people with anxiety. But then there are experts will also argue that it can create anxiety, it can create paranoia, it can create schizophrenia, it can create psychosis and all those other things yeah. that go along and those other problems yeah. that people end up in places like the Rutland Centre with. So it does cause problems too in people. Yeah, it does. I think, well, I think it's maybe just maybe the stuff that's around nowadays, maybe it's more potent in... THC and maybe it's it's having have the balance of CBD THC, but so people don't get those anxious feelings. But how you how are you going to regulate that? Because again, in countries where they've legalized it and regulated, they still have drug dealers selling it. Yeah. So so how are you going that's to regulate the, the good stuff from the bad stuff? Yeah, I suppose that's, that's the big problem. It's for keep trying to steer people towards the better stuff or more medicinal, or if they want, you know, giving them options and mm-hmm. trying to. Just trying to keep them away from the black market as such, you know. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, it, it just have to maybe have people, that obviously do with the government set up a board and have people to talk about, look, what, what do we need or what do, you know, because a lot of people out there now, they're, they're, they're buying off their God, they're buying God knows what. And, of course, yeah. You know, it's just, it doesn't know what they're buying. You and know? It's laced with all sorts of stuff, yeah. Yeah, God knows what's on it. It could be sprayed with God knows what chemicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. People just want to know what they're buying and, you know, and it's moderation as well. Obviously, the government have to push. You know, everything in moderation. How far you know, do you? Well, how far do you push that argument? People before profit are not behind the door about saying they would be happy to see decriminalisation of an health-led approach to all drugs, all class A drugs. Do you believe yeah. that you should be able to carry enough cocaine for personal use? I, I think that probably see how the cannabis goes first. Maybe I don't know about cocaine now. That's much more of a hairy issue. It's big. Mm-hmm. Kind of a society, it's more detrimental, really. I think, but mm-hmm. um, so you, you'd, you'd, you'd stick to just the cannabis for the moment. I think so. Yeah, for the moment, see how that goes, mm-hmm. and then you know, I don't know. People going around with, can- with cocaine and heroin. Like and- <laughs> yeah, that 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 that, that could be a. Big, we're heading down a issue. rocky road there, all right, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, if they had a more regulated market and people know what they're buying and give them an option. Yeah, people. It's just having a bit of an option and, you know. Okay, well, well, hold on for a second there. Let me just go to Anthony as well. Anthony on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Anthony? Anthony, but listen to John there. He doesn't see a huge problem, but if we restrict it just to cannabis and it's regulated properly and he believes, you know, that, you know, we can sort out the weak from the chaff, so to speak. In other words, people will get proper cannabis. They won't be getting stuff that's laced with all sorts of chemicals. Well, what I can't understand, this country is a massive contradiction because... The Minister for Health in the past said 
I want Ireland to be a tobacco-free country. And yes, they want to open up injection centres now and legalise cannabis. But uh, tobacco, like if you're a smoker, you're a third-class citizen. Mm-hmm. I just It's just a total contradiction in terms. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever or to any person with what half a brain. Yeah, because the majority of people, I assume, smoke cannabis. I don't know. There's, well, any other. There, there's no other way of taking cannabis, I is there? Niall, I had a friend that smoked cannabis and he was fine when he was smoking it. Yeah. But when he didn't have it, he was paranoid out of his head. Right. And he'd attack you and would be violent. And yeah. I just couldn't put up with that. Yeah, I know. I've, I have a mate who smokes cannabis. I have a mate who smokes cannabis all the time. And it, it, it's they're just... fine when they're on it, but when they haven't got it. No, he's just, he's an intelligent guy, but when he's constantly smoking cannabis, he just doesn't give a damn about the world around him. Do you understand what I'm saying? He just, everything is, oh yeah, it's cool, man, it's cool, oh chill, man, chill. All this kind of, I'm going to ask stop, but you don't have to But I mean, to what kind of rubbish Nile is this? Like, we want to t- tobacco-free Ireland in another couple of years. Mm. But we're going to open up injection centres for people to take heroin. And now want to legalise cannabis. That just doesn't make any sense to me. John, okay, well, well, on a, yeah, on a, no, 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 John Anthony makes a fair point. We are yeah. allegedly heading towards, by 2030, a tobacco-free country, or 2025 is one or two of yeah. the suggestions I heard. And yet we're legalising a drug that needs to be inhaled, essentially. I mean, look, you can make tea and yeah. all sorts of things. But, can, but generally, yeah, well, it's edibles and more things Well, edibles, like that. yeah, but generally it's, it's smoked, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, smoking would be the most popular, yeah. You can take your heroin as well. But you can make cakes and all that. <laughs> yeah, you can make cakes and brownies and, and vape. You can vape it. Um, like it's, it's not that people don't just smoke it. But yeah, but the majority do. Yeah, the majority do. You know, it's, it's, I don't, it's about giving people information and giving them a choice. Like nobody's, nobody's forcing anyone to put heroin into their arm, like, you know. No, you're, you're, no, nobody's suggesting that but your no, people you know. are going to be forced to smoke cannabis or, or take yeah, cannabis. Oh, no, just, but, yeah, but, in sa- but in saying that, yeah. when you give the green light to something, I mean, when kids are young and they're 15, 16 years of age and parents are saying drugs are bad, drugs are bad, drugs are bad, and they see they're illegal, it does give a sense that they're bad. There's a stigma attached to it, right? But when you legalise something, be it cigarette smoking or alcohol, well, then it's okay to do it. It tells a child or a teenager this: it's okay to do it. And that's exactly. why you know, the research has shown in countries where they did this, they have seen an increase in people using it. Momentarily, yeah. For probably probably after it's been legalised, like you're saying. But I think then it might taper down. It might go down a bit. I think that's... I'm looking here. Research in New Zealand found regular cannabis users were 60 times more likely to try other illicit drugs than young people who had never smoked cannabis. Cannabis itself is getting stronger. The stuff puffed by hippies in the 1960s had around 1% of THC, the chemical responsible for the most marijuana psychological effects. But today's THC levels can run at over 30%. That's the problem there. Too much THC. Niall, on top of that, if it's even if if it does become legalised, do you think that the criminals and the black market is going to disappear? That they're just all going to vanish? No, no, they won't. No, the pushers will keep pushing. Yeah. Yes. They're still going to be there. You know, they, I mean, they will have other forms of cannabis. They will maybe have it cheaper than, cheaper than the coffee shops. I don't know. It'll still be an illegal drug on the market, if you know what I mean. We'll stay, we'll stay there. Let me go to Robbie as well. Robbie, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Robbie? Oh, sorry, Robbie. And my apologies, let me just flick you on here. Somebody turned you off, Robbie. I do apologise. There we go. Sorry, Robbie, go ahead. You turned me on now, yeah. I've turned you on. Turned you on, not in the biblical <laughs> sense of the word. But, <laughs> Robbie, uh, cannabis use. I mean, uh, I I could see the pros and the cons. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree the pros and the cons, 100%. I mean, look, I, I don't agree in the Amsterdam team, you know, because I've been in Amsterdam... And for those who haven't been in Amsterdam, on one side of Dam Square, you've kind of got the residential area. It's lovely, it's beautiful. Anne Frank's house and so on. On the other side, you've got the coffee shops and then you've got the red light district and so on, so forth. And I think it's a bit of a kip. 
But, um, I, I don't well, I mean, I mean, look, that liberal pot smoking culture has yeah. kind of spawned a lot of social problems, muggings, has, prostitution absolutely. and hard drug and use can, in Amsterdam. Yeah, you so see it when you're there, you know. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be into that designated area of, say, Temple Bar is the smoking area in Dublin, like Amsterdam. I wouldn't be up for that. But uh, decriminalisation of um, cannabis, yeah, maybe looking down that line, all right. But 100%. And just have to say there as well about the injection centres, um, I think, what's his name? Sorry, from Cork, I forgot his name. Anthony. Anthony, sorry. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's been clean needle exchanges going on in Ireland for years now, you know. So the next step is just take it off from um, a street corner and bring it into a building to make those needle exchanges become a lot more legal and more visual. Because we have heroin addicts in the country, and we have had for a long, long time, and it's going to continue because we have that problem here in Ireland. So, Are you um, serious? I'm, I'm 100% serious. Why do you think we don't have heroin addicts? Clean needle exchange. There's needles all over the city here, and there was supposed to be a needle exchange program, and that didn't work, obviously, because there's needles all over the place. He's he's yeah, no he's re, know, he, he's referring to hepatitis and HIV, where you have people sharing needles. Yeah, and and that's yeah. a huge problem, Anthony. In Absolutely, fairness. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, I know. The needle yeah. exchanges are there, and. So if, if the problem there, I'm not going off back to the in a minute, but the problem there is if we have got needles all over the place and people sharing needles, do you not think that it would be advisable that we take them off the street and put them but in the But what's the point in a needle exchange program then when it's obviously not working because there's needles all over the place? There's needles all over Kirk City. That's right, Joe. So said, they're not being brought back the to the chemist and they're getting fresh needles. It's a simple thing, like you take it off the street, you bring it indoors. Now, I know, you know we've had this conversation on here before about the needle. Yeah, well, uh, well I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you and put my, you know, cards on the table. I agree with Anthony. I don't agree with injection centres. Personally. Well, I mean, look, I, you know, it's like, it's like saying to alcoholics, we'll give you somewhere to drink. You know what I mean? It's, well, well, they have got somewhere to drink. But no, I mean, I mean, for alcoholics specifically, I, 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 you know, I'm not one of these people who believes we should remove the stigma away from drug taking and stop using the word junkie. I believe they're good things. And this is just my personal view on it, because I think once we have a stigma to something, it keeps people away from it. And I can tell you now that the stigma that is there now, if people thought the heroin epidemic in the 1980s was bad, just to let you know, it hasn't gone away. It's still there, and it's just as bad as it was then. Yeah. It's just not yeah. in the public eye as much now. But it, it, it's still as bad as it ever was. So what we've done in the past has not worked, you know? So, but well, yeah, but, yeah, but we're not... Yeah, but hold on for a second. Then you have two options. You get tough on it, which they have in some countries, um, or you just turn a blind eye, which is essentially what we're doing at the moment, right? Um, and when you see, when we, when we have a situation in O'Connell Street or on the boardwalk in Dublin where you have open drug dealing and open drug yeah. taking and the Garda Shia wandering past it like it's not even happening because it's not worth their while because nobody will get convicted, probably nobody will go to jail, well, then we have a problem. So we, we make a decision. We go down this route or we go down the route of taking it seriously as an illegal substance yeah. and arrest people and put them in jail. Yeah. That's and your options. At the moment of time, the way we're doing things is wrong. And it's not working. And the reason why we have all these people openly selling drugs on the boardwalk is that we have a Minister for Justice who's just far too soft. And he's been far too soft for years. But, I mean, getting back to the, the cannabis thing, like, I mean... Um, the decriminalisation of it and the coffee shop thing, as I said, I wouldn't be wholly in favour of that. And I would not, and I'm going to state this, I would not be in favour of Class A synthetic drugs, which are cannabis, crack, ecstasy and heroin being legalised in this country. Absolutely, 100% no would be my thing on that. But we do have to challenge it in a way because it is there and we have to do something about them now. Because we, we've, we've failed in the past miserably on everything that we've done in the past. Drugs, task forces, you know, uh, criminalisation and everything else just hasn't worked. And we've just as many heroin addicts as we've had back in the 80s. And we've more cocaine addicts now than we've ever had, like, you know, so... Well, cocaine seems to be the modern drug of choice for the trendy people, doesn't it? Well, stay there for a second, Robbie. Let me the just go... The drug of the trendy people, yeah. Yeah, let me, let me go to John as well. John, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, John? Well, how are you doing? You're well. Good. Uh, okay, let's focus back on cannabis again. You know, a drug that studies have shown one in ten users develop dependency over time. Uh, do we really need another drug legalised on the market? 
Well, Noel, everyone talking about everyone calling it cannabis and marijuana. Like the real name goes in the back to the beginning of time. It's called hemp. Hemp. That's now, right. Yeah. Hemp, 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 hemp is a plant, and that's where it comes from. It it, it been used for for medicine for years, for hundreds of years. It been used for making clothes, for making ropes, for making okay, heavy for made a car out of it. So it does have many purposes, many uses. Purposes, yeah, but we know what the main use is at the moment, yeah. don't we? Smoking us. Boy, that, 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 that's what it's been allowed to the main use of due to big oil companies. But, Noel, if you look at the bigger picture, you you take yourself as a gateway drug to other drugs. Yeah. Now, I personally, I, I smoke, I don't smoke anymore, I'm in the 40s, I smoke as a teenager and in the early 20s. Cannabis never led me to any other drug, before you honest with you, right? Hang on, and you're, you're, now, you're the 9 and 10. But the 1 no, and 10, but, it but, will. But, it does. I, I know, I'll be, I'll be honest, myself and many other people have gone out and had a drink, and once we've consumed a drink, we went off on an extra tablet festival or a rave, we've done cocaine. Alcohol is a gateway drug to every other serious drug. I'm it's not, not cannabis. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, but... You but, uh, but, but, but alcohol that. is already legalized. There's nothing I can do yeah. about that. Yeah, alcohol is already legalized because of the big money made there. But now, if you, if you look at other models, especially over in Portugal, they decriminalized every drug in Portugal. And the crime rate went down 86%. No, it didn't. That, that's a myth. That's an absolute that, that, and utter... That, 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 no, 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 no. And hang on, hang on. Those figures have been um, already yeah. proven to be incorrect. What happened in, in Portugal was when they decriminalised or had a health-led approach towards drugs for personal use and people were arrested, but they were put into programmes instead of having a criminal record. So what happened is the drug dealers weren't being arrested anymore. The people who were in possession weren't being arrested anymore. So, of course, the crime rate figures will go down. Because yeah. drug, because there's no there's no drug crime really anymore because people are not being arrested for possession of drugs. Yeah, but the money that they were putting into tackling people with drugs, they put into the healthcare system. Now, everyone here talking about addiction, addiction, addiction. If you turn up in court because because you 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 you, you sold something in the shop to feed your addiction, you you go to prison. We are pumping millions, millions into the Irish prison service every year that benefits nobody. So well, but I'm, look, I'm looking for the positive in this. When we bring in legislation or laws or do anything or make any changes in laws, the idea is that it has a benefit for society. What's the benefit of adding another drug to society? What is the not, benefit? You're, you're not adding another drug to society. It's already okay. there. I just said, the, the, the people out there and are spraying cannabis with, with heroin and, and, and other chemicals to get people addicted to it. So if you legalise it, then it's regulated. But that's still, yeah, but, yeah, but still going to happen. Because even if they legalised it and regulated it, it was sold in coffee shops or sold out of dispensaries or whatever it was going to be sold by the state, you're still going to have drug dealers selling their version cheaper, probably. Yeah, but you're going to have people getting wiser to it. You're going to have people being more informed and educated mm-hmm. and empowered about it. That, okay. that, that, that will know the right choice is to go to the coffee shop, there is to go to the regulated uh, industry rather than, rather than okay. suffering. Do, do, you, do you buy that, Robbie? That people would be more educated around it because it's regulated? <laughs> No, I don't think that. Look, I mean, when I was in Amsterdam, I take that as a point in case that when we said my wife went into this bar, a drug dealer approaches and went to sell us some um, hemp, hash, marijuana, whatever you want to dope. call it. Well, it's dope. It was originally called yeah, dope you know, for a reason. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and look, I mean, the thing is that the thing that drug dealers will just disappear overnight is like it's just a misnomer. It's not going to happen because you're going to have all the synthetic drugs, as mentioned previously, still on the market anyway, you know. So I mean the way the way that they're going to regulate it that that'll be an interesting way to see how they do it because if you can only smoke it at home you know you can just go down the corner and get it off Paddy or Marto or whatever you know. Oh you will you probably be able to I think they had suggested before that you you know you'd be allowed to have sort of five plants in your house or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I like I mean. People's electricity bills are going to go through the roof. If you think that bad now, you know, with the halogen lights. <laughs> they have the halogen, halide lights up in the attic, yeah, growing it. You know, but uh, I, I don't know. That, like, I'd, like to, I'd like to hear Gino Kenny's um, how he's explain, explanation behind how it's, it's going to be regulated. Well, I did try and get him on the show today, but unfortunately he's actually, he was at a meeting today about it, about this particular piece of legislation, and now he's actually in the doll putting forward the legislation. So. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to find out what the kind of the, the regulations around it are. But um, I think the drug dealing is going to stop overnight is absolutely barmy. You know what I mean? That, that's certainly not going to happen. But if, if, if you can take it out of the hands of the drug dealers, put it into the hands of the state. But yeah, it's a good thing in a way, I suppose. But the thing is that there's plenty of other drugs out there that drug dealers will um, make their money on. Absolutely. Oh, you'll, you'll never get rid of the criminality in drug dealing. 
Robbie, thank you very much indeed, and John and Anthony. Uh, we'll take a few more calls after the break on this. Um, we're talking about a bill being introduced in the Dáil later today, and it's been seen as an important first step to the regulation of cannabis. And it is the People for Profit TD, you know, Kenny. He wants to introduce a bill to end the criminalisation of cannabis for personal use, uh, for recreational purposes. Um, now, there's advantages and disadvantages. I Obviously, I spoke with you about the disadvantages. Some of our callers are talking about the advantages. And yes, it was called dope. Somebody says, no, it was never called dope. Of course it was called dope. Yeah, marijuana and cannabis were always called dope. And the reason it was called, it was given the name dope is for a very simple reason. It makes you stupid. Um, uh, you know, pot smokers also run higher risks of developing mental health problems, schizophrenia, depression, psychosis. I've talked about all those things. There is a risk. One in ten, obviously, will uh, develop dependency over time, according to statistics. So, and other people will believe that it's a gateway drug. So I'm asking you, do you think it's a good idea to legalise it? Some people who smoke regularly will say, well, absolutely not, because I shouldn't be a criminal just because I want to smoke a bit of gear. The number is 087 What do you think? Yep, don't forget, by the way, recruit.ie. If you are looking for a job, download the app now. It gives you a great opportunity if you're looking for a new job, and it's recruit.ie. You'll find it on the App Store or the Google Play Store. Have a look for your Android or iPhone. Uh, also, by the way, R- Ricardo, Ricardo, is p- yeah, he's arguing with me here by text. He says, hi. The reason it's called dope is because there's dopamine in it. Well, no, there isn't dopamine in it. Dopamine is a chemical in your brain, by the way. It's not in the joint, so to speak. The reason it's called dope is quite simply because people who began using marijuana during adolescence and were kind of persistent users had a drop in IQ of around six points. And people who were using marijuana during adolescence and were persistent users but stopped using marijuana before they became adults still had a drop of six points in their IQ. So that was the reason why it was given the name Dope Ricardo. <laughs> There's no dopamine in this. Let me go to Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen, <laughs> you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Kathleen? Hello, Niall. Uh, if there's uh, dopamine in it, I think I'd have, I think I'd have yeah, a go myself. <laughs> I'm getting a very good giggle out of that one now. You know your stuff. So, anyway, um, Kathleen, do you believe it should be criminalised? Uh, I, I, think, I think it would take in a big chance if they legalise it, yeah. Okay. But I was said to me there a couple of weeks ago, I was just out, and... Um, a guard has actually said that he can see it being legalised in the country, you know. Yeah. But personally, it does an awful lot. To, it does an awful lot of damage, um, and I believe um, that it is a gateway to mm-hmm. harm drugs. Unfortunately, I think know, for young people, it's probably more dangerous because we've seen yeah. in the figures in the United States where they have for dropouts in college. The majority yeah. of young people who dropped out of college were kids who were smoking cannabis. Yes, and they're getting younger because around I won't say where I live, but I walk it. I walk in, and all I get uh, when I'm walking into my home is the smell of uh, of cannabis, mm-hmm. and it reeks. I hate even the smell of it. Yeah, it might be great for arthritis and all these different things, you know. But yeah. Other than that, I just and have you ever have you ever tried it. have you ever tried it yourself? Were you ever offered? Tried it once. Yeah. Tried it once. I hold my hands up and yeah. I did try it once. Yeah, as we all did, god. probably. Yeah. yeah, only once. Oh my god! And I had oh. a friend, and uh, she lashed me out of it. She says, "What are you doing?" And she kept me in the house until I. And she said, "Promise me one thing." And I said, "What?" She said, "You'll never." T-. I said, "No, I just wanted to know what was all the fuss about." Yeah. <laughs> And when we and get way off your head, that. way off your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh right. yeah. Okay. Oh, I was gone totally off my head. Right. Yeah. Now, I would have been a drinker yeah. uh, and a smoker. I gave up the cigarettes for nearly three years now now. Good man. I'm uh, on a vape. I was going to say I'm good man. man. Sorry, uh, good yeah. woman. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay now. I misgendered uh, but, her. I misgendered her, Ruth. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I I just, i seen it. I, I was married to somebody that used uh, cannabis. Yeah. Uh, over in the UK, and um, he was very paranoid if I was late. He accused me of a lot of stuff that wasn't happening. Um, and did he, did he I, drive, I, by the way? Did he drive while he was uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, he drove, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But And then, you know, I've seen it in my own family, you know. Uh, oh, it's nothing, you know, and all this and the other. But to my way of thinking is that if they start using cannabis at, say, 14, 15, which is possible these days, isn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, you know, that they drop out of school, you know, they don't want to get up in the morning and there's all them issues and you get into trouble if your child doesn't go to school, you get into trouble and they're out of it on cannabis, you know. Yeah, yeah. But and not it, all it, of them now, but... I know, it's so, sad, it's so sad to see young people it, do it. But, yeah, it's so sad to see young but people I do think, it. Mm, but I think they could possibly, but I suppose if they legalise it, all I'd say is this, that the revenue will make plenty of money. No, well, yeah, they'll probably have to. Well, they will tax it and make quite a substantial amount of money as they do with cigarettes. But stay there for a second, Kathleen. Let me go to Patrick as well. Patrick, you're an Ireland's Classic. It's Radio. How are you doing, Patrick? How are you? I'm keeping well. I'm well. Yeah, what would you like to say? Well, no, I, I would um, I would be on the side of legalising it completely altogether. 100%. Mm. Uh, yeah. Let people grow it if they want in their well, few plants. Not excess, like where it's going to be. Yeah, three or five plants or whatever the yeah. law would be. Yeah. The thing about... Um, I'm not going to make this out that you're old or anybody else old. It's the generation. I no, hang on a second. I I was around when cannabis was the biggest drug. I mean, I when when I was 17 years of age, everyone I know knew was smoking cannabis. I've been smoking half my life. Yeah. So I'm I'm toward, I'm turning 36 next month, and I'm smoking half my life, and there's not a bother mm. uh, with my mental health in regards to how I feel, what I do. Uh, what I speak about. And and um, I'm arguing with that, and that's like yeah. the majority of drinkers are fine, they're social drinkers, they're responsible drinkers, but sadly we have alcoholics. The same well, goes for cannabis. There is a dependency. But we, have, but we also have people in this country that are off their heads on pharmaceutical drugs. Absolutely. That, that, and that's never been brought into oh, that, that, By the way, that's a, that's another two-hour show. I, oh, I'm no, not, no, I'm no, not no, disagreeing with you. I completely agree, but the thing of it is, over the since the sixties, when uh, it actually touches back into America and stuff like that, where this our plant, that plant, which was demonized um, because it basically opens people's minds and it allows them to have an open conversation and not suffer with cognitive dissonance. Mm. In our fairness, so and that, that's what Dutch like, that's courage, what I think, is what we call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in a way, I wouldn't call it. Well, you get Dutch courage. <laughs> not, with, not, with, not with the uh, not with smoking cannabis, but even even take away out smoking out of it. The plant itself, the herb, it can do so. It has so much potential. Absolutely. For, healing, for not only that, you it uh, you can use it for building pain it, relief. It, yeah. It, yeah, but you can touch into so many different industries with it, just with the hemp plant alone. But they do, but they do use hemp in the production of many goods. By the way, they still they, do. They, they it, not the way it should be, or what? No, probably be, not. No, because it could be used. You, you could you could take away a lot of like fireproof, and it's great for fireproof, and it's great for insulation. You can build a house out of hemp. That's right. this is how this is how um, there's so many different varieties. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not in disagreement with doing any yeah. of those things, or for medicinal purposes, for example, etc., etc., etc. Right? Yeah. We are. Let's focus what we're talking about. We're talking about smoking it and recreational yeah, purposes. Okay. Right, yeah, it's um, to be honest. Uh, I, I put this. I put this to uh, people. You put a room, put uh, two rooms, and you have one room full of alcohol and one room room full of uh, weed, mm-hmm. and you can guarantee there's going to be eruptions and yeah. chaos in yeah. the room with alcohol yeah. and in the room that has. People they'll be all chilled out. They're <laughs> going to be chilled out, but they're going to be open minded. But, but I don't think I don't still don't think that's a reason to legalize it. No, it just doesn't make it right, now. I'm sorry to cut across you, but it doesn't. It's not right. But you know, if it's messing people's brain cells up, I'm sorry. Well, what what has cannabis ever done to people? What like reduce the right? Well, reduce the IQ. Well, well, if you if if you have any experience of people using cannabis in your home or anywhere around you, where there's children or whatever, right? And there's and they're out of it. Because They're they can't relevant. cope. I'm speaking to you now on the phone and I have a joint here in my hand smoking. Yeah, well, good I, for you. Well, you enjoy it then. <laughs> I'm uh, Patrick, nobody is suggesting that everybody who smokes cannabis is off as gicker all the time. Nobody's no, saying yeah, that. No, but, what, but, yeah. but, but the evidence is quite clear that it can evidence? cause... Who's evidence? Who's evidence? That's the thing, though. Who's out? Your, your, data. Your, people collect you know, data. I mean, are you, are you going to deny that people don't end up in the Rutland Centre and other rehab clinics with an addiction or a, a dependency on cannabis? Ah, you're no. You're talking now. You're talking to your hat. Now, see now, now, now you're in denial. So you're telling me that doctors and scientists and people who study this for years are completely wrong when they say that cannabis can cause paranoia, anxiety, psychosis, and all those yeah. things that it can it can cause. Right. Okay. I'm gonna put. Are, are you are you denying that? 
finish? Let me finish because nobody's taking into consideration, right? Some people will smoke cannabis. What other substances are they taking into their body? I'm not asking. I'm 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 asking a simple question. Are you denying that cannabis, not in everybody, but in some people, can cause psychosis and paranoia? Are you denying that? No, I'm not denying that. Okay, well that's all right. Well, I'm glad we're having an intelligent conversation. I will not deny that. There is some people that just... Are you, are you also denying the evidence that clearly shows that people, young people in particular, adolescents, when they start smoking cannabis, their IQ level drops by six points? I don't believe that, in all fairness, but I will... Are you also denying that studies no, show that one in, ten you, one in ten, which is quite a small amount, but it's still enough to be worried about, where, one where, in ten develop dependency from? over time? Well, where's the studies coming from? Who's doing the studies? What experts are doing it? Okay. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be two sides to every argument or every conversation. Oh, you're right, there is. You're going to have <coughs> experts in mainstream, which is, do you believe them? I don't know if you do, because you can question them on everything that they've researched, uh, these experts, over everything over the, probably the last 20, 30 years. Because look at the damage that has been done in regards to everything else that they've By the way, I'm, I'm not, I'm not condemning cannabis way. users. You know, the majority of no, cannabis users that. are decent people and clever people, and they're fine, and they're up, they can operate perfectly normal. But unfortunately, there is a problem. There can be a problem in society. Sorry, Kathleen, you wanted to say something yeah. to him. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say that... Uh, it might be okay for you know for himself to use it, but what I'm trying to say is that if they legalise it, you know, with young the young people today, that it's not very good. For, it's not good for them, you know. No. It's not good for their brain cells, you know. I've I've had experience in my home. Okay, I've had experience of cannabis being smoked. You know, yeah, okay, they don't get. Drinking, it's a totally different, but it, it does bring bad things into a home. If one of the family is using cannabis, you have to tell them to get out because the smell is disgraceful. So, can you I ask Okay, okay just very quick because I was going to break. Patrick, wait, trying to say there. No problem. No problem. Thanks, Kathleen. Go ahead, Patrick. Um, just in regards to this, you're saying about cannabis, it does this, it, it causes problems in the home. I honestly don't know one home that has caused problems. I do but, know. But your anecdotal evidence, Pat, with respect, your anecdotal evidence isn't data and it isn't research. For example, if I said to you that research in New Zealand found that regular cannabis users were 60 times more likely to try other illicit drugs, would you deny that's true too? I would, but I wouldn't be looking to, uh, okay. to want to uh, try other drugs. And that's your personal view of it. Again, I will question, who's the experts? Okay, all right. Well, that's a fair point. All right. The, the number is 87 Who are the experts these days? Sorry, Noel. Can't come on the show. But everybody needs to chill, Noel. Sit well, back, relax, get the feet up, put on the chill. Bob Marley, the UB40. Right. Get all the politicians in the room. Get yeah. them all a, yeah. a big fat doobie. Oh, and then sort, solve all the problems. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Chill, man. Chill. You know, man. peace. Peace. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's gravy, Noel. Gravy. Love the show as well, man. <laughs> You're the very reason I wouldn't legalise cannabis, to be honest with you. Abuse of paracetamol damages your liver. Um, abuse of codeine is highly addictive. You can buy all these over the counter in the chemist. Yeah, so, no. yeah, yeah. Cough medicines with um, different things in them as well are highly addictive. So, yeah. Um, yeah, to criminalise it big time. I think it's Benadryl, isn't it, that's in the cough mix, mixtures or medicines. That's that's the addictive part of it, I think. I knew a guy years ago used to drink bottles of the stuff. He was so addicted to it. Literally buy a bottle with the, the chemist and he just knocked the whole thing back. James, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, James? Good afternoon to you, Niall. Good afternoon, James. Look, the, the, the lady there, by the way, has a point. You know, we have a huge problem in this country with prescription medication, so I, I understand that. But you know, that's not the argument. The, the what, what about argument doesn't work well with me. No, not with me either. Exactly. I hate drugs, Niall. I've seen the damage they've done to people. It's doing terrible damage to our city centre here, Niall. Mm-hmm. Our Patrick Street is like your O'Connell Street, Niall. Yeah. I don't go to the city centre anymore. I don't go to the city centre anymore, Niall. I don't know whether Patrick Street could be as bad as O'Connell well, Street. Well, I mean, I mean I, what I mean, our Patrick Street is a bit like your O'Connell's because it's our main street, Niall. I know. And, you know, and it's, uh, there's open drug dealing going on there. There's fighting going on there. And what's happening now, Niall, for old age pensioners is drug addicts are waiting outside the, the post offices on Friday. To uh, we had an old lady of 93 years old up here near my own area, and she got her pension. She came out, and she was attacked by two drug addicts. Oh no! And dragged around the street. 
Oh, God. And uh, for her money, so the pension was very afraid yeah. to go down on the oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah, you think these people have no morals at all. 93 no, no, years no, no, no. See, that, that's what drugs do, does to them now. Yeah. It takes all that away, all, any empathy away from them. No, I like to listen to people now that know what they're talking about. There's a gentleman there called Michael Gairn, you might have heard of him. Yep. He's with Coon Mirror. Now, his only problem is he hasn't enough beds for the amount of mothers that plead with him to take in their sons who are having problems with cannabis now. He could, if he had 500 beds, he could take them in now. And they're dropping out of college. They've lost their motivation. They're troublesome at home. So this idea that cannabis doesn't give a problem is, is, is ridiculous now. Of course it's a ridiculous idea. Of course it's damaging to society. I mean, uh, uh, the two words you hear every day now in, 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 in all over Ireland, your programme as well, and it's a good thing, is mental health. The mental health of our young people. And if you rang any doctor in this country or a consultant today, every single one of them, and if you asked them, are drugs good for our young people's mental health? What is the answer you'll get now? There's not a doctor in the country would endorse drugs, I would imagine. I would like no, to think that. No is the answer. And yeah. they're very bad for your mental health. Mm. That is indisputable now. So this idea that we, you know, I think most of the people now that are in favour of this are smokers themselves. Well, but of course they are, yeah. So they're skin in the game. <laughs> they can't look at it objectively now. No, well, of course, absolutely. The majority of people who will rang in today who would be in favour would be smokers themselves. Okay, but what about the arguments? Well, well, what about the arguments that they're making and that Gino Kenny is making as well in relation to this bill? That it takes it out of the hands of the gangland people, that it, you know, it makes it more regulated, that we can we do more education on it and talk to people about how it should be taken and used and etc, etc. A more health-based approach to it. Do you believe that's even well, it's yes. credibility at all? I, I, I'm not surprised at where this is coming from now, from the loony left. Nothing surprises me that comes from there. Uh, what they want to do then is to maybe take it out of the drug dealers and make the state the drug dealers. So the state is, tra- is selling drugs to our young people now. Is that what they want, is it? Well, well I, I don't know if that's the eventual plan, yeah, I suppose. It'll be regulated anyway. I've seen too much of it here in the city. I had a neighbour of mine, I was telling Ruth earlier on, lovely, lovely woman, she lost her son. He hung himself now because oh, of drugs. Gosh. And uh, she's no longer the same woman. There was a lady who did a piece for the Echo about three years ago, two years ago actually, down in West Cork town. Unfortunately, they have a big problem with drugs. And she lost three of her sons, all her sons to drugs now. The eldest, the second eldest and the youngest. And all of them started on cannabis now. Yeah, well, there is, you know, indisputable evidence out there that cannabis is a gateway drug to other drugs. And, oh, no, and, shut it out now. And then they'll dabble with ecstasy, and then they'll, they'll want something that's taken even higher. So, and, there's yeah. no question about it, it's a gateway yeah. drug. See, the, 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 the bottom line is our young people don't need it now. They're not things that are any good for our young people. Okay, well, listen, thank you for that, James. Thanks, I appreciate guys. you coming on the air. Have a great day. All right, there you go, James. Nothing good can come of it. Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. The most dangerous thing about weed is going to pick it up, so it, is, it should be ta- regulated, taxed, and mm. everything, and then these Get people that. are smoking. Yeah. We'll be able to know what they're buying and have different supplies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Imagine the money it would make for the economy. It's unbelievable. You sound like, oh, Mr. Brennan. Oh, Mr. Brennan. Do you remember him? Moyle, you get down under Christ Church and take a left onto the keys. It's like something out of the village of the Damned. He'd be shooting up at the side of the road two in the afternoon. I've seen him myself. Gardy walking past, driving past, don't you Yeah, that's down around near Merchant's uh, Key, isn't it? Yeah, seen that. Hi, now, legalising a lot of it, in my opinion. You can see the money. Everybody sees the money that's being made by these drugs getting brought into the country and sold on the black market, killing people, laced with all kinds of things, rat poison, uh, all kinds of stuff, ketamine, the whole lot. Um, legalize it, get the money off the, uh, get the money off of it, pour it in back into the economy, and uh, help the country out instead of these uh, kingpins, guts of people going around and getting richer and richer and richer, and killing our, our kids, grooming young children into this uh, sailor supply carry on, um, killing our kids by suicide, by drugs, by everything. Legalise the law and let the government control the whole lot and get the money and get it into our economy. Simple as. Simple as. Maybe simple as for you and you think that's a kind of simple solution. It may not be. Let me just go to Anne as well. Anne, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. Just to finish off this topic, I wanted to bring you on after the break, Anne. Um, Anne, you've heard that caller saying just legalise them, simple as, you know, and we'll deal with the consequences afterwards. Is, Is that fair enough? No. 
I just I can't believe what people are saying on the on the radio this morning. I've I've had I've read four children, and um, okay. I tell you what, just don't don't say his name again because nobody yeah, heard it. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was I'd say maybe thirteen or fourteen when his older brother gave him one. Yeah. Okay. And from then, from his late teens, from this happy-go-lucky young lad, I, he actually went into this. Absolutely, I couldn't even talk to him. He was so, like, you know, full of anxiety, full of temper. And, and are you sure, because people are going to argue, and I'm only going to put the point across that people might say, are you sure it was the drugs or was it just adolescence? Yeah. You well, know, go- him, he's now coming up to the 40s, and if he was here, he would tell himself, that from his late teens to his, all his 20s, he has absolutely no memory because he stayed in that bedroom in the dark with blackout blinds until it was night time and then he'd go back to bed. He absolutely... Right, okay. Uh, Hiding away from life, essentially, yeah. yeah. And he told me that himself, Niall. Yeah. I didn't know there was a problem. I knew there was a problem with my eldest son. Now, thank God, Niall, they don't take anything today, but it did lead to other drugs. Yeah. And it did leave, but it left my younger son in an awful state now as a grown man. So did you do damage to their lives? Enhanced damage. I no doubt, I've I've never smoked hash myself or I've never tried drugs. Um, I'm probably one of the blessed people, but I have read kids and I've seen that the damage damage it does. And, 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 and I'm going to say one thing to you, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but you're very lucky that your children are still with you because I have talked what? to so many mothers and fathers over the years where drugs ravaged their families and they lost their children because of it. I've been to more funerals, Niall, of children that were raised with my children, which, which have ended their own lives. Mm. And I've been to more young funerals than I have of people dying of natural causes. And when you when you were going to those funerals of people that your kids knew at the time... Were you thinking to yourself because it was out of control and you obviously as a mother you tried your best. I'm sure you did everything you I could. I was in the car following them now with the old, the old English sheepdog snapples in the back of the car. Right. I was following them trying to get them away from what they were up to because I knew what they were up to. And my husband used to tell me because it was the middle of the night that I was mad. But I was like, you know... No, you're an Irish terrified. mother. That's what you do. Yeah. I was terrified. You were terrified it was going to be their funeral next. Yeah. If, if I, I don't think in this, uh, for myself, um, and for any poor mother that's had to bury in a child, I don't think I get over the fact that I had to bury a child because it's not natural. No. The children bury us. We that's don't it. bury yeah, them. Yeah, we don't expect to lose our children. No. We don't expect to lose our children, no. So, like, people just, like, you know, oh, did you hear such and such died? He hung himself. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's normal. I know, I know. No, it's, there's no big deal. Everyone goes to the funeral, everyone goes back to the pub for soup and sandwiches and they get plastered. You know, it's, I don't know. There's, no, a, I, there's, I, no, there's no kind of lessons learned, no. so to speak. Yeah. No. I mean, if my young lad was on, was, I hope he is listening to this today, how proud <laughs> I am of him. But I remember him counting the days. I haven't had a joint in three days, ma. I haven't had a joint. Now, he was in his late 20s now. And would they openly say that to you? They were yeah. openly, openly able So they weren't even hiding it at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. They were and, what, and what was your response when they'd say to you, oh, ma'am, I haven't had a joint in two or three days? I would be saying, you know what, you're doing great. Yeah, yeah. You're doing great, sweetheart. Just keep doing what and you're doing. Not can great. I ask you a question now? When they were yeah. younger, when they were adolescents, yeah. and they were smoking the hash, where, where were they getting the money from? I have no idea. Right, okay. I have no idea. It's, what I would think is that they're getting it off the suppliers and cutting it down and selling it to right. make enough money for their bit. I get you. I get you. That's what I think. So the, the, their, their profit was their own personal yeah. use bit. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's what was happening when they were actually in secondary school. Yeah. Because um, they're all their friends. Everyone was doing it. So I, mean, I had no idea. My son lit up a joint in front of me at his birthday when he was in his it was one of the big birthdays and I said are you for real? And he says ma did you ever get wind that I've been smoking it for years I couldn't believe it. 
And you see, you think as a parent, have I done something wrong? Have I yeah. failed? Oh, uh, I you know what I mean? Blame yourself for everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you would everything do. Because we do fault. blame ourselves. We do as parents. Yeah. yeah. I blame myself for it. It was my fault. I should have been more aware of what was what we were up to. I should have been doing A, B, C, and D. And you know, um, I just, I, I'm just blessed that they don't even take a drink now. But I, but I, but as you rightly said, there is lasting effects. There can be lasting he, effects. Yeah, he's never been the same. Yeah, this yeah. young lad used to everybody. He'd have everybody laughing, yeah. and now he's like. Well, now he, we we now. don't know. There could be other issues in you know in his own life too. There, I mean, people have issues in their life, and sometimes oh, people aren't yeah. happy all their lives. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I get that. The drugs had an effect. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely. They. I don't care what anyone says. That my my eldest son didn't seem to get the effect that. My youngest son got. Yeah. You see, it affects everybody a little bit differently, oh I suppose. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyone out there, Niall, that I know that, that this thing is supposedly going through about legalising it. Um, well, decriminalising, yeah, yeah. Just for it to be vigilant about your young, especially when they're young, is because they're all the kids that I'm seeing kids going down the road with the e-cigarettes and they're no more than 12 and 13. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all cool now. The biggest, the biggest cool. rise in the use of e-cigarettes at the moment is eleven to fifteen-year-olds. Yeah, which is shocking, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, so they wouldn't think twice about popping a bit of hash in there as well if they got the opportunity. Yeah. I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and it's all like you know because everyone else is doing it. And I remember my sons used to, used to say to me, "Ma, you haven't got a clue." Yeah. And I. I used to say to them, like, but I didn't at the time. I didn't think, I didn't have a clue to the extent and what it was doing. Mm. Well, it destroys, the evidence is clear that at a young age when they start smoking, you know, hash or marijuana or whatever you want to call it, it destroys their educational. Uh, And absolutely. And and they have more chance of dropping out of school. They have more chance of dropping out of college because of it. Yeah. Now, mine went on and done the junior search. But that young, the particular son I'm talking about, that really, he went back into further education, into college, and he got a degree well done, um, with distinctions. So, I mean... Only after he'd given up doing what he was oh, doing. he was in his 30s when yeah. he went back into school, yeah. when he went back yeah. to college. Well done to him. You know, but it's like, you know, he, oh, I don't know And I'm sure you must be very proud of them now, Anne, but it was a worrying oh. time for you. You know, at the time, I thought I was losing my mind. But now I look at them, and I, even though that young lad still has effects from it, I believe it is from, it stems yeah. from that, um, I'm very proud of them. I'm very proud that they can actually open up and tell somebody else that. But you know what? That, you know, Anne, you're a good mammy if you went out at all hours of the morning following them oh, to try and stop them. You're a good mammy, because that's what good mammies do. Oh, uh, sure. I had their mates up to me and everything oh. like you know and I said to one of them take your best punch loaf because you better put me down <laughs> he was trying to tell me my son wasn't in where in the in this flat that they were all in right and I knew he was there and is that but where they, is that where they were getting the drugs or taking the drugs or well, they whatever were, they were all smoking it together yeah. and yeah. like you know and small babies in the same place and it all was horrific I just could not grasp it no I can't grasp that either to be honest with you just can't grasp it I okay. just but anyone that's listening that has children that are, their behaviour is changing, you know, mm-hmm. keep, be very, very vigilant. Be very, you know... Yeah, if you, if you notice that your adolescent is becoming yeah. more anxious or paranoid yeah. or but depressed... they do go through yeah. an awful time when they're Oh, they can't. And it's not always drugs, by the way. It can it's be just a mental always. health problem. Yeah. 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 All right, well, listen. So it was lovely talking to you. You and too, Alan. Thanks for sharing that story. Yeah. You know, if it helps somebody around the country, thanks very much indeed for sharing that. Oh, I appreciate okay. your honesty, all right? Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks Anne. Uh, and good luck to your sons as well. I know you're very, very proud of them. Uh, all right, that was just, sorry to finish that off because I just thought it was a slightly different angle on the same thing that, you know, it's easy to turn around and say, oh, yeah, legalise it, legalise it, legalise it. But then, you know, you haven't been there. You haven't been Anne, the mother of two children who were smoking it and how damaging it was to their lives. Thankfully, they're back on the straight and narrow and everything is great with them and they've done really well in life now. But it could have been to the detriment of their whole lives, as it would be for many people. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh,